So, hi. This podcast is recorded in a house with animals. Uh, chickens are asleep, at least. And there's one cat on my desk right now out of the bunch of them. And I'm sure the hounds will come romping in or something when they realize this is where the people are. And Sergey has that, I'm about to start knocking your stuff on the floor. I fed him. I've, I've cuddled him. He's been sleeping in this spot behind my new work laptop lately, so I don't know. Maybe I need to rearrange so he's got more space. Rolling, I you can't see me roll my eyes. Dick. That's the thing. Yeah, well, there's that too. I mean, he's we should dick. clarify that we swear on this podcast. Yes, that is the. This is the right time to say yes. Uh, swearing Williker has occurred already. I think that's a new record. And so you should probably consider it still a record. Probably consider this PG thirteen. It shouldn't be any worse than swearing. That's that's about as bad as we get. All right, so fuck. <clears throat> Well, thank God you warned people. Yeah, um, I just I just dropped a thing. Uh, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode um, uh, 101. 101. 101. It's been a hell of a week since the last release. Yes, also, uh, just don't get a Dalmatian. Dalmatians are uh, advanced level dog ownership. Really? Yes, if you are not a serious dog owner already with lots of experience, do not get a Dalmatian. What brought that about? 101 Dalmatians. Oh. I'm going to need a second, people. All right. I will explain. Uh, many of them are congenitally deaf mm. in one or the other ear, which uh, frequently makes dogs very unpredictable if they have a, a snap response. Oh, good. We have an orange cat now, too. Uh, secondly, they are extremely high energy, and uh, they a lot of them bite the vet. Yeah. I don't think that's a fault of the breed. I think that's... A fault mostly, uh, 90% of the time of owners who can't handle that much dog. Yeah, it's a lot uh, of dog. 10% I'll go with. Some of them really come out mean. And I have known very reputable Dalmatian breeders. One came into the vet I worked with and she was like, these are... And she was always, whenever they did a movie, she's like, don't get your kids a Dalmatian. <laughs> Seriously, these are not... These are high-level dogs, so... Yeah, okay. Yes. So, yeah, show 101. Don't get a Dalmatian, let alone 101 of them. Oh, no. No. And that leads us to what's been going on this past week? Uh, not thinking things through with a new purchase. <laughs> not thinking things through. Yeah, There's there's been some repercussions. Yes, also, I just want you to admire that segue. That was a beautiful segue. Yes. I, I want to take it out and, like, you know, <laughs> pet it. Uh, <laughs> I needed a new computer. My elderly cheese grater has been around for... Uh, for those who don't know, uh, the cheese grater is the old Mac Pro Tower, which had all the holes in the side. They just reintroduced a similar design in a smaller machine. So I guess that's cheese grater version two. But we all call it a cheese grater because you look at the side of that thing and that's exactly what you see. And it was a rock solid art machine for many years. I think we're coming up on like many, many years. A decade at this point. We are awful close to a yeah. decade. Like, um, I don't think you can get, you can put the new versions of the OS on uh, it. Well, anymore. I haven't been able to put a new OS on it for three years. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's well past, it is well into its declining years. I have, in fact, kind of been limping it along for a while. 
Um, <laughs> I was starting to really feel that. <laughs> and because my workflow has changed, because I'm no longer using uh, Corel Painter to do a lot of my painting effects, I'm using the iPad Pro yep. and Procreate, which does it all better. Um, and so much more that it just... <sighs> Yeah, I resent how good it is. I really do, uh, because it's like they targeted a product at me personally, and I hate that. <laughs> that it fills me with rage. That's kind of fair. That's really fair. Yeah. Uh, similarly, when I finally knuckled under and got the Adobe Cloud and thing and Adobe CC, whatever it was, Creative Cloud. Yeah, it was so good. I hated it. And then, of course, they're just like, we have you now, and recently jacked the price, didn't they? Right before my subscription renewed. Those sons of bitches. Yep, I got a note that they had taken the money out because I had it to re-up. Automatically. And it was twice what I expected it to be. I had the money to cover it, but I was not happy. Um, Yeah. And before anyone says... Why don't you use an open source alternative? We've been through this and it does not work for her workflow. We, yes. We've tried. She's tried. Just trust me. This is one of those cases where open source is not just as good as the commercial product. It really isn't. And and believe me, I would love it if it was. I don't enjoy laying out 600 bucks a year to own, you know, the yeah. Adobe Suite. Uh, but, eh, um. It's, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not there. The The support for, and the thing is for a lot of stuff, it probably is there if you are the, the uh, I want to and I'm not trying to sound condescending, the, the basic level user, mm-hmm. standard level, you know, right, uh, right. Uh, and if I say amateur, it sounds really condescending, but I am doing like very specific, <laughs> fairly uh, high level use right. case stuff because this is my job. And it's got to perform at certain very rigorous standards. And yeah, it's if it can't run 11 million Photoshop options with the alter or actions with the alternate objects and font settings and whatnot. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, but I was like, hey, since I don't have to do Painter and Painter was the big processor hog. Oh, yeah. I can upgrade now. To something that will run the new Photoshop well, but it doesn't have to have the kind of... Because, I mean, we practically had to build that machine out, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we went in and we customized and we did all that stuff and ordered it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, for years now, that is how I've had to have graphics machines done. My previous two, my ex-husband built one case literally from parts mm-hmm. uh, because... I'm <laughs> I abuse the hell out of a computer on the oh, yeah. graphics side. Uh the only one who abuses a computer worse than you on the graphics side is a teenager. Yes, and that's cuz he's doing gaming things. Well, yeah, and we'll we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, cuz I had that problem earlier. Anyway. But uh fine, I can finally get I can actually get a computer that is slightly downgraded from the ultimate cheese grater that I had right. because it doesn't have to run painter and painter is not a great pro it is it is beautiful at what it does and it will slow down and eat processor to the point where uh if I make a, if I you know try to rotate something I can go make a sandwich and come back while it thinks. Yeah. 
So, all right, fine. I will. I knew it was time. Every time there's a power outage or something and my big machine hiccups, I start sweating bullets. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, of course, I have backups. No, God only knows if they're working or not. I don't want to have to go find out. (laughs) We don't want to know. Yeah, or we don't want to find out the hard way. Yeah. So I figured, okay, my big ticket item this year for technology, I will get a replacement computer. Yep. I did the stupid thing. Which is, I have a convention coming up in three weeks. Yep. Tell me it's three weeks. It's three weeks. Okay. Three weeks. It's early yet. Yeah. And I told, I, instead of going with the item I had that I knew worked Mm -hmm. to run all of the prints that need to be run, which is another thing I have to do off the, the laptop or off the, the big machine, big machine. I went ahead and told it to transfer. Hold on. Why is it doing this thing? It started flashing. I've never seen it do that before. See, this is why I get panicky when computers do things. Yeah, okay. Uh, I bet I blame I blame the cat. Uh, you, categorically. So, Kevin, hmm? with the best intentions, said it to intention. transfer my art directory over to the new machine. Yes. How did it start? And then we went and checked on it. We had lunch or dinner or something. We came back. It had another 140 hours to go. Yes, because your art directory is roughly half a terabyte. I've been doing this for a while. Yes. And we probably ought to offload some of those at some have point. The, yeah. I did offload a bunch of them, but oh. I don't, I need them in, you know, to be able to get to them. For cons and things like this. No, I meant I meant we should probably get you an external drive that will be safe that we can connect to the thing and. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. But anyway, mm-hmm. the um. Yeah. It is currently sitting at eighty hours to go. Kevin just tried to do something with Ethernet cables and it laughed at him. I, I don't. Uh, it didn't so much laugh at me as go. No, I'm on the wireless right now, and I'm not going to change that. And oh, by the way. Um, if you cancel, I'm going to, if you cancel the data transfer, I'm going to shut down. And I'm like, what state does that leave it in? Can I pick up the data transfer after it's done on ethernet? Will it have to require me to start over? Will it drop me into Mac OS X? And now I'll have to do weird things. And I'm like, this is kind of annoying that once you press go, your options are keep going or reboot or shut down the machine. And I, I don't, I don't think many people are transferring the amount of data you have. I mean, it's just a, just a thought. Well, so, uh, I can't use either computer now, the old one or the new one Yep. for the next 80 hours as my time to the convention ticks down. I'm going to see about, uh, tomorrow is the day I will take that risk and I will say, can I cancel that? Can I restart it connected to the ethernet? And can we can we go from there? Hopefully, the answer to that is yes. I mean, even if it has to restart, it's about let's see, uh, it's going to be probably at least five to ten times faster. Well, anyway, so yeah, so from eighty hours to eight, 12, sixteen, eight or sixteen, yeah. yeah well, anyway, mm-hmm. the point is. I did the stupid thing. I was under a deadline, and I took a risk on an untested piece of technology and screwed the pooch. Yep. So I'm annoyed with myself for having done mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I am not annoyed with Kevin. It is not his fault. He had no way of knowing this would happen. Oh. Uh, so it's just aggravating. Yeah. And thinking of aggravating, stressful, technical woes under a deadline, uh, we recorded last week's show on Saturday. As I recall. As I recall. And at the time, Jacob's uh, main machine had stopped booting. It was unpleasant. It was not happy. And he had an English project that was on that machine uh, that he was going to, that, or no, he, uh, he didn't have the English project. The English project was due Friday, and he couldn't do a complete presentation because the whole thing melted down basically while he was finishing it on Thursday night. Um, he got an extension. He turned it in after we got everything fixed. So it's, it's all good now, but, uh, it was very stressful for all of us. So here I am, uh, we finished recording. I have to get on an airplane on Sunday. Yes. At the crack of God awful. The crack of God awful. And I'm staring at a machine that just will not boot. And it is sort of critical that this machine be working, when I leave on... In about, at that point, about 12 hours. About 12 hours, yeah. You were also supposed to sleep and drive to the airport during that time. Yes. And so I ended up, you know, doing what was necessary to do it. I managed to get the machine to recover, hand it back to him. It was not pleasant. Apparently the boot drive, the SSD that it booted off of, had decided to shit itself. So there's an SSD sitting in a bag over here for when I get to replace it but whatever um he had a much bigger disc on there and it he said i don't care if it boots in seconds i just care that it boots i'm like okay then a very rational opinion yes so uh he was going through all the the other recovery steps he needed to do uh when i fell asleep around one i can't remember if i fell asleep at one or if i had the pre-travel insomnia uh you did i think it was like two or three yeah so i was on a plane to california after about two hours sleep um travel sucks yep it was a lot of fun though once i got in and recovered from my horrendous jet lag although it was funny the first couple nights it would be like 10 o'clock and i'd be like well i'm going to bed now um but uh elastic the company i work for has a really good process i think for getting all the new hires together getting us all in one place, doing social activities, making us feel like we're a part of the the company and to build sort of some bonds with each other. And it was a really great experience. Yeah, there was maybe a day of presentations that I didn't necessarily, I and the other technical people there probably didn't need to do, but at least we were all suffering together. <laughs> um, one of the interesting things about this company that, we talk about publicly is that we have a very big volunteerism uh, culture such that as part of our, in order to reinforce that as part of our new hire week, we all go to a food bank in Northern California that feeds hundreds of upon hundreds of people daily. Right. And we help out. I spent two hours doing nothing but heat sealing one pound bags of rice. We had to break down hundred pound bags of rice into one pound bags of rice. And I have never, the, the most amazing thing about it is that this is something like, I think they do someone different every time, but 
this is a regular thing. And I think it's absolutely fantastic that the company not only encourages it, but uh, has provisions in our employment stuff to allow us to do things like that. Uh, yeah, isn't there a, we would like you to go do work for a charity or something? Yeah, for... there, there are basically um, volunteer hours built into my time off such that I don't have to take personal time to do that. I, I don't have to take... Uh, you know, personal vacation or sick time or anything like that to do that, which I think is actually a really fantastic thing. Uh, I can't, I don't think it's appropriate to go into the exact details here, but I would love it if more companies would do that. This is the first time I've worked for a company that actually had that explicitly in their, you know, in their benefit statement, you know, this is available to you should you do it. And then, you know, all the qualifying organizations and what makes a qualifying organization know my work with the Dorsi regulars as a, uh, in a nonprofit does not count. It's not the right kind of nonprofit, but. And honestly, I would, I would think you were really stretching yeah, the, yeah. the bounds there. But. but if I wanted to, you know, spend an hour a week working with, say, uh, Farm Friends Rescue, the organization that took in. Ernie and Lacey, when they were, you know, foundlings, when they were they were abandoned and and malnourished and stuff, I could do that. Yes, you know, it's it's a sort of a fantastic thing. And so now I'm thinking about how am I going? How am I going to use that time versus how do I make time to do that sort of thing? Now it's a I have the time. What am I going to do with it? Like actual official time, I just have to work out you know scheduling, which I think is a fascinating cultural thing and. Uh, really just absolutely amazing. It's, I love all the people. I love, uh, the product. I love all the things so far about it. I'm sure the new will rub off and the sharp pointy bits will start rubbing in my back in the middle of the night and shit. But, but at the moment, it's but at the awesome. moment, yeah, it's, and it's, it's not even honeymoon ish because everyone is like that. You know, uh, it's, it's really kind of exciting to be at a company where, even with the usual tech cynicism, everybody's still really excited and happy to be working uh, for this company. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. We should probably answer some questions. We, we should. It's a letter show this week. And so I will have your letters and probably some more commentary right after this. And we are back. Woo! Woo! All right. Um, Sergey's being adorable, and if I, like, grab his little paw, he, like, put my finger on his paw pads because he's sleeping with his arm out. Uh, he just sort of curls around them and then goes back to sleep. So it's it's disgusting. It's really quite revoltingly mm -hmm. cute. He does love you very much. He does. It's just his love is painful and annoying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but he's the only cat uh, I've had... That wants to spoon with me every night. Yes. Every night. 
He comes up, he cuddles in next to me, he wants me to wrap myself around him, and then after a while, he's like, I'm too hot, and he leaves, which is good because about that time, I'm too hot, but... The and sometimes times I have been cock-blocked by that cat. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's really kind of frustrating. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. <laughs> yes. All right, so um, in reference to our last letter's show, uh, we have a message from Reagan, who's saying, if it makes you feel better, I live in Colorado, and I would be gasping for air just as much as you were. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I, I do feel, mm -hmm. feel slightly better. And honestly, I... I still feel it's weird for having, you know, sort of wimped out multiple times. I still feel like I accomplished something physically just by not having to be like dragged back to a lower altitude and hospitalized. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like that was a huge accomplishment, just getting there and being able to do it and not falling down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of hikes I was not willing to do, but. Yeah. But not dying was pretty awesome. Yeah. And after I fell in the stream, you were justified, really justified in saying, you know what? That one looks like it will end badly. So, Oh, well, it wasn't the stream on that one. I could have done the stream. It just looked scary. It was mm -hmm. the slope at uh, approximately 45 degrees. Oh, that one. Yeah. Where that was, the yeah. hike, the, 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 our guide said, it's a little ways. Uh, or a little bit of a walk, which translates, I believe, to a mile and a half in Tibet yeah. distance. <laughs> yeah, apparently Tibet distance is very different from the rest of China distance and yes. everyone else's. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, from, where is it? Patricia. In reference to episode 98, when we were, I can't remember if that was before or after. Uh, oh, that was getting ready for the new job. And then um, our update with Alicia Baker. So Patricia says, still listening to this episode, but just wanted to say that I had the same reaction as Kevin did when you um, met what I presume is an ultra-wide monitor in action. If it was curved, man, that makes it even more of a beauty. I'm now aiming to reward myself with an ultra-wide monitor if I can finish a set of pretty hard tasks ahead of their due dates at work. I gotta say, I don't have an ultra-wide but work did provide me with a very nice monitor to go with my very nice new machine. And I'm really spoiled now. I, I have like I have the 4Ks that I bought on sale like almost a year and a half ago that are absolutely fantastic. But then there's this new high-performing lightning 5K that I'm just like, it's so pretty. And then I'm looking at the pricing going, how did they – they must – care a lot about their employees to pay this much money for this thing because I can't afford a second one. So now I've got mismatched monitors on my desk and it doesn't drive me crazy much, much. But yeah, no, um, switching to the high-res widescreen, uh, probably one of the best things I did in terms of having the available workspace and being able to adjust it to go with my eyes and things like that. Occasionally, I think about doing that upstairs with mine. You probably should. That monitor up there is an old 1040, 1080p HDMI, HD. So, I mean, you could go 4K pretty... In it. I have a 4K right there that you're looking at that is like the secondary monitor for the show so that you can see that things are moving. We could swap that one out for the one I've got. Yes, we could. And then you could have the really nice 4K monitor, 27-inch 4K monitor that, yeah. I have been noticed mine is, is running a little, 
it's actually excessively bright, which means that my art comes out too dark mm-hmm. because it's getting brightened up on the screen. Oh, yeah, So yeah. when I go to an outside, I mean, I have my printer set up to compensate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I have literally compensate, made my printer compensate for my monitor, but... When I send it out to someone else to be printed, I have to brighten it up and do a couple of uh, yeah. to it. And I mean, I've got it down to a reasonable thing. science. Yeah. Well, the yeah. thing is, we put this monitor on it. We actually have color profiles that will make on the the Mac now has color profiles, so th- it will say, "Oh, that's what kind of monitor it is." Let me do all the adjustments so that it shows the real colors and not just. What you think the color? What? Oh God, I've been using stone knives and bear skins for years. <laughs> hey, look! No, 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 no. You're you're using just pure iron now. You were using stone skins and and or stones and bear skins before. Now you're using like you've you've hit iron age. Now now we need to move bronze you up. Bronze age, yes. maybe not even iron. Yeah, bronze. Yeah, we we need to move you up to. We're we're working you up to steel. Oh, Look, let me get used to bronze before we just <laughs> jump around. Well, I would say you might have just been at, like, yeah, no, you weren't even at bronze. You were you were at iron, just pure iron. No, 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 bronze is below iron. Bronze is below iron. Oh, yes, well, it you, has a much much lower melting point, yeah. so it's much easier to work. You were you were um, no, you were you were at least you were iron at least, but not. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. <clears throat> sorry, I've been playing Civ. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. I keep play- going back to Factory Town, so... I should never have... I feel a little guilty having gotten you hooked on that, but it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, and it's great for in the evenings for letting my brain wind down from, from work and things. If you find it's too easy, apparently Factorio is the next step. I'm up. not... I, my my big thing right now is is I'm running into the... I'm building things too close together, but if I build them too far apart... Then I spend a lot of money getting goods from place to place. Ah, yes. And then now I've got uh, some resource starvation problems and the f- keeping the economy moving so that I, because the things I need to be making are the things that make the money I need to make yeah. more of the things. And so it's a, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Factory Town, real fun little game, yep. uh, resource management, you build little supply lines and your little workers go bouncing around and making things, and mm-hmm. it's it, it scratches my old Settlers 2 itch. Oh yeah, no, it's great for that. I, I loved Settlers and Settlers 2, so. Okay, uh, on to the next post, from our friend Diana. Hi, Diana! Um... Diana Steins, uh, who was also a guest on the show this past year. Um, Hi-ho, I've been thinking lately. Dangerous, I know. Yes, oh, we know. Um, So I'm surprised to find that there are two kinds of checkoff lists. After so many lists, who knew? Although checkoff lists are so useful that I rarely sat down to analyze them. There is the action list, which is the actual to-do list. Read the line item, go and do the task, and check it off. The important part is the actual task part. You need to set your mind to some work, and sometimes it takes more than one go to get it done. You might have to wait till an appointed time. Yes. Fairly straightforward. Okay. For example, one of my to-do items mm-hmm. is... Uh, uh, oh, shit. I just remembered a to-do item I have to do tomorrow. Um, okay. One well. of my... Yay, to-do list. Uh, yeah. In fact, let me just look at my bloody list. You better look so at I your list. Yeah, yeah. It. Yes. I, uh, yeah. Oh, God. That's due the 15th. Why is everything due the 15th? Why do you hate me, 15th? Um, I have to uh, do a cover for a the novella that'll be coming out. Ah, 
Or no, actually, that's a too complicated one. I had to, I have to do dividers for the mini prints. Oh that yeah, I sell yeah, at, yeah. at the con because otherwise they get jumbled together and people are looking through the same ten over and over again. Right, and then they get right. bored and go away. So yeah. I figured I'll just do little dividers so that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the task was going and getting like little tabs <laughs> at Office yes. Mask Max so that I could do that. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually made them yet, which is the other half of the task. Yes. So even though I've worked on the task, I have not actually finished the task. I have to defer finishing the task until right. I, you know, yeah. actually make the divider. So it was yeah. a two-stepper. And yeah. yes, I could get into Wonderlist and set it up to have the two little checklists and check one off. But <laughs> then that's like more time than I spent going to Office Max. So fuck it. Right. Okay. The uh, uh, To continue, the inventory checklist. Read the line item, put your hand eyes on it, and check it off. The worst task involved is actually getting to collect the thing and stick it in the group. That can be transferred to an actual to-do list. D- did you a, a did you remember kind of thing? Yeah, no, I actually set one up for China, so I had like yes. a paper a paper list just like that. Whereas things went into as I, I triple and double check what was going into the bags, I would check them off, yep. and sometimes those would generate an action of okay, I need to buy the thing. Yes, yep. or I need to, oh, hey, the thing is the wrong size that we thought it was, right. so go get a different thing. A different thing, right, yeah. Um, all right, back to Diana. I make my lists every week. It's fascinating how many inventory items sneak into my to-dos, especially at con-going times. Make backing board is a different monster than is backing board loaded in the car. Truth. Although inventory list item can operate, generate an action list item. Um uh, so basically, it goes to the do confirm and confirm do modes of list making that I've encountered in my reading lately. So you do something, then you confirm it was done it, and then you confirm something, and then you do it. Sort of, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm not certain if it's a hot topic for your podcast, but it might be an interesting quick note. Um, I also know you're busy at the new job, so don't fuss over me. Diana, well, I will I will always fuss over you. We will fuss over we you, will damn fuss it. Over you. Yeah. Except no, you're fussing. But I think it, I think it's an interesting thought because sometimes the lists sort of merge and diverge at the same time. And the thing is, I have I have two separate lists. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, I very rarely need to keep an inventory list, although right. I will probably I will have to generate one for Anthrocon. I'm giving you the eyeball again about inventory and con prep mm-hmm. that we've been doing it for ten. I know ten years. I should know better by now. If I want it done, I need to do it my damn self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, completely tangentially, the single greatest scene in Assassin's Creed Origins oh. is, uh, and, and it just for actually having a script writer for a game understand human nature, which is much <laughs> rarer than it should be. Yeah, that's true. Was there is a scene where the character you're playing is, you know, gets a lecture delivered by some NPC who walks away and he turns and he looks at his wife and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so beautifully observed a moment. And it's also, frankly, and it, it has to be acted. You, I couldn't write it down in any way that would make it funny. Uh, it's, it's like the, the very end scene in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when when Teen Groot is sitting there playing the thing and Star-Lord is in there yelling at him about the his room and you have to you can't sit in here and play video games every day that may be the one scene i really really identified with in that uh, one um and he just went 
angry. And I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> yes. Uh, I actually have two different kinds of lists, but one of them is not inventory because if we've established I'm terrible about inventory. It's um, I have the what I need to do and then I have the what I have done list mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I keep track of my word count or of what edits I have made. And in fact, I should note that I you should make your, yeah, today. You did that, yeah. Um, because... I had stopped doing it for way too long, and mm-hmm. I was noticing I was starting to feel sort of crappy about what I was getting accomplished. And I'm like, no, I am actually getting a lot done. I just forgot to start writing it down. Or, yes. Or stopped writing it down because I was, you know, in Tibet and all the things get reset. Yeah, we have to we have to uh, do all that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Also, uh, Star who has written us before and who I believe I am working on scheduling an interview with now, um, says amateurs waiting five years to get married. Pooch and I waited until our relationship was legally allowed to drink before we threw in a big party. <laughs> you know, you do you, whatever works, man. I, I hope our, yeah, our relationship should totally make legally allowed to drink. Yeah. Before we die of old age. Oh Yeah. If we can make can legally uh, run for president, I, I feel we'll have done well. That's not that I yeah. plan to leave you. That's the bit where I, you know, yeah, that's dropping dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Now, from Corey. Hey, we were just talking about you. Um, were we? Yeah. This is Corey Large, um, who we were talking about the very first message. So, yeah. Um, hi, Kevin and Ursula. No, the very first message was about the... the, the Oxygen. Oh, no, you're right. The second one about the ultra-wide monitor. Um, oh, ultra-wide monitor. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. I wasn't yeah. around. Sorry, keep sorry. Going. Yeah. Keep going. Anyway, um, hi, Kevin and Ursula. Congratulations on the new job. Kevin, had a lot of fun listening to episode 100. Can't wait to hear what organizational systems you end up with after you settle into your new job. I look forward to hearing about Jacob and Ursula's updated organizational setups, even if Ursula is resistant. I'm just looking at her now. It's... <laughs> I admit, perhaps setting up an inventory system might be an interesting exercise for the podcast, as I have now found a to-do list thing that works for me. Possibly it would be of interest to the listeners. So I tell you what, yeah, find me an inventory system, and then I will destroy it, and then you can find me another one. <laughs> okay, great. I need a spreadsheet listing all of your prints and then how many are in the box. There, there's an inventory system. That's a terrible inventory system. I know that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, it's um but it's a useful it's useful because then you can use that to import to other things and don't have to do it by hand. But if I'm not going to do it in the first place, what's the point? Okay. You you do have a very good point. All right. We'll, we'll talk more about this, guys. We really will. And uh, Jacob's going to be spending most of the summer with his mom, but we will talk to him before the school year starts, I'm sure. Um, plus, he's having all kinds of new experiences like summer job. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Uh, let's see. From Emily. Uh, on episode... 96 on pro- of Productivity Alchemy, The Letter Show, right? You read a response to the interview with me that aired the week before. It totally made my day to hear that somebody enjoyed my interview. I'm so glad it was interesting to someone besides me. 
I also wanted to clarify one thing. You said that I worked at a museum with small children. While I do work with family programs, I don't actually interact with the children directly most of the time. I mostly plan the programs, test activities, do logistics, etc. I only work directly with the kids once a week, at most. I thought it was important to clarify what I do, because while I've been interested in education for a long time, I knew I couldn't handle working with kids all day, every day. It's good to know your limits, and that would be a hard one for me, too. Damn straight. Um, I managed to find a job where I can work in education and feel like I'm making a difference, but not have to deal with small children constantly. No, I I totally identify with that. Um, I'm hoping that by sharing my experiences, it might help other people who'd like to get involved in education, but not want the constant interaction with people. You might have to search a little, but those jobs are out there. Thanks again for interviewing me, and good luck with the new job. Pet the chickens for me. I would pet the chickens for you, but they none of the chickens, all of the pettable, I'm putting that in air quotes, chickens, uh, have been eaten. Or went to live. Dotson was pettable. But, well, for me. Yes. Yes. I, I petted Strong Independent the other day while she was up on the, the roof. I was like, you have to get down. She's like, I'm not going to. So I started petting her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I resent this, but I'm still not getting down. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm standing here petting a chicken in the dark. And the chicken's just like, I will outlast you, weirdo who's touching me. You see, I just, I just, she, she knows that I will not, I don't put up with that. I just sort of walk out and she looks at me and I, I say to her, all right, strong independent chicken, it's time to go and you can't sleep up there. You're going to get it. Pretty much what I say to her every night. And she, and she gives me this look like, fine. And she sort of stomps down. Yeah, the I mean, she'll do the stop, but like, I have to like mm-hmm. poke her or try to pick her up. And if I've tried to pick her up, she's like, oh, Jesus, no flap flail, you know, and, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was on the porch and I heard her jump on top of the coop because she thought maybe she'd get away with it. And I was yelling at her as I was filling the fountain. I go over there. She's standing up there staring at me like, you're not going to make. Oh, I guess you are. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. She put herself away tonight, though. Sometimes she wants to hang out with the Lord's rooster. I think the rain also had something to do with it. Quite possibly, yeah. yes. Although, yeah. But she does mm-hmm. sometimes wish to hang out with the Lord's rooster. Oh, yeah. She'll punt the marins off the perch to be next to him. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Also, anyway. yeah, anyway, uh, back to Emily's note here is that... That is a good note to make, it, yes. It totally is, and that's... Uh, I think something else that a good volunteer program can help with. Maybe you want to do some education outreach, but you don't want to do that every single day. You can, there are volunteer things to help with that, especially in the science fields, uh, electronics, things like that. There's a lot of, hey, let's go teach children about electronics. Let's go get them interested in it, excited about it at, an earlier age than high school or college. A lot of people who are in the field now d- didn't actually discover it until college. The uh, the people, I follow a lot of entomologists, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's a lot of, uh, most of the time we are out in the field looking at bugs, yeah. but let's have, you know, school bug day or whatever. Yeah. We'll go yeah. in and, and, you know, do the bugs are our friends talk, and, you know, sh- the kids will get to see handling bugs or mm-hmm. whatever, and... That's uh, uh, so there are op- opportunities for education outreach like that that are not 24 7. Thank yes. God. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, from Anna. Uh, hi, Kevin. I'm really glad that Alicia came back for another interview. I could relate to some specific things she brought up, notably chopping off my hair as I get more and more stressed or anxious. Women Her- have a weird mm-hmm. relationship with their hair, yes. and frequently uh, my my the woman who takes care of mine is like, all the time, women will come in and be like, I just broke up with my boyfriend, got a divorce or whatever, cut it all off. And she's like, you gotta get... I'm, I, book the appointment for a week from now, but think on it because mm-hmm. I have had... That one is a takes a while to grow back issue. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and she said, and a lot of them do come back and I am happy to cut it if they're sure. It's just the immediate throws. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, you know... Yep. Anyway. Anyway, uh, her discussion of how to manage mental health, changing needs between partners, job switches, and all the change was refreshing and encouraging. Thanks, Alicia. Regarding holiday shopping, my shopping begins with my first travel of the year. I'll pick up little souvenirs during each trip and give them to the person I got them for all at once at Christmas. Oh, wow. It takes much less of a dent on my bank account, and it's a lot easier than guessing what they want. That's actually a very good idea. That, That one's pretty good, yeah. Um... Corey Large's comment about pretty bullet journals in the May letter show made me think. I hadn't realized that my view on bullet journals had become so negative. I appreciate the reality check. One of the things I realized I need to focus on in my life is giving myself more time to be mindful and do the thing and to do things I enjoy. It's way too easy to get sucked into the black hole of school. Now I'm trying to figure out what changes I need to make, how to make them, and how to, how the systems I use can support them so they can become automatic habits, not just conscious efforts. It's going to be a slow process, but I'm hoping it will be worth it in the long run. Planning on going to Anthrocon in July. Hope to see you there, Anna. All right. Well, we'll be there. I can't yes. promise. No, wait. I can promise one thing. If nothing else, I you will absolutely be able to find me once more as an auctioneer <laughs> at the Saturday Night Adult Art Auction. <laughs> So it'll be, this'll be, I don't know how many years I've been doing it now. It's, it's fun. I enjoy it. Sometimes it's appalling. Sometimes I have a beautiful piece of art in my hands that is only there because it has a nipple in it. Sometimes I have a piece of art in my hands that is... PG-13 show. Questionable and full of penises. So, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, there are a couple artists now who I just I'm just excited when I see one of their things in the in the auction because that means I'm when going I to get When I was the guest of honor last year, I auctioned off a piece. You did. And was... I would like to say I feel I did very well. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I I managed to auction it off without describing what the the participants were doing. I extolled the virtues of the plastic bag it was oh, in, yes. the mat. The, yes, uh, yes, it was very, yes, yes. Yes, the paper quality. And, uh, yeah, they, they the two bidders would wait every time until I got to, like, <laughs> going three times before bidding, just because they're like, no, we just enjoyed watching you do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. cruel. But it was, it was a great bit of bidding, yeah. yeah. All right, um... So hopefully we'll see you there. Um, anyone who's looking for either of us, Ursula will have a tailor, table in the dealer's room. I, Depending on my schedule, you will either find me there or wandering around the con when I'm not on duty. If I'm on duty, yeah, I'm kind of busy. There's, there's no other way to say I'm busy right now because if I'm wandering around in the red vest, 
just assume I'm busy. Right. It's a, I would love to talk at a later time, oh, yeah. but just in case something catches fire. Yeah, right now I have to go because there's a line that's falling apart or there's someone climbing on a thing they shouldn't climb on or any number someone of small Someone has yelled the dread phrase, fursuiter down. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, he, he physically cringes if you say that. It, that, yeah. That is the, the second worst thing you can mm. say. Yes. Yes, it is. We will not discuss the thing that will require pain and suffering. We do not invoke the pastry gods. No, no. The the, the pastry gods are you don't say this will be a piece of cake. Right. That's, yeah, that's... No, do you, the worst thing that can be said... Okay. Stilt walker down. <laughs> Kevin was at a con where someone had an accident on their stilts. And um, compound. Yeah, we we will not get into gory details, yeah, mm -hmm. but we went to Disney World a year <laughs> yeah. uh, later that year, and yes. we went to the big Lion King extravaganza. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. And we had front row seats because uh, the, 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 anyway, and they have people on stilts, and as soon as they stepped out, the people dressed as the giraffes are basically you know dancing on stilts. He went like rigid. <laughs> It was just yeah. the sudden horror. It was it was raining at Magfest a couple years ago, and uh, somebody was like, they came out of the hotel on the bouncy stilts, kind of like the the ones the ones in the portal ones, the portal right? ones, yeah. But he's like, well, I guess I need to, you know, I he's like he's going to his car probably to take them off, but it's raining, and he's like. All right, I think I can make it and start sprinting in the damn things across the parking lot. I I nearly had a, a heart attack right then and there because all I could see was him hitting a slick spot at going sideways. And there we go. I'm on the radio to call the ambulance. We oh, keep yeah. them on site now after that year. We do. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> anyway, anyway, yeah. So um, this is, I traumatize Kevin for people's amusement, but uh, if you mm -hmm. are. Uh, if you run a small convention, this is one of the things that I think people do not consider when they start organizing Ugh. small groups. If you have some cosplayers, uh, particularly with suitors or people who overheat or mm -hmm. if somebody gets fun with the stilts, what are your immediate medical response plans? Yes. Have one. We have there to tie it all in. We actually have started, and I have some documents for you to review, the pre-anthrocon wind up now good good in the you know we've been i mean senior staff on the side of the dorsi has been talking to anthrocon of course on and off over the course of the last year um i have done that in my capacity as a board member but now we're into the nuts and bolts hey here's the new training documents based on some feedback you gave us here's this you know we're we're getting into all that nuts and bolts now it's three weeks away we have to get this down. Yes. So I am happy to look at a training doc. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, also about the bullet journals. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things that, that I had to step back from when I was trying the bullet journal thing, which I lapsed on because what was the point in China when all I had to do was put down travel in China day, you know, um, but taking it from the cult aspect of it's a cult. 
pretty pages and all the the decorations and just taking it to the bare bones useful like the core stuff it's really pretty useful and I, I wish to add that mm -hmm. I, I worry when we slam on the pretty pages thing that we are uh, insulting what is, frankly, an art form and one largely done by women. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's much like scrapbooking. I mean, uh, the joke is scrapbooking is a great way to ruin some good photo, a perfectly good photo. <laughs> but it is... Uh, and there, that is, it can be simultaneously true and also a, I think it's much easier to deride as an art form because it yeah. is uh, so 99% women engaging in it. And that's kind of a, a line to walk. Like, I think people frequently get discouraged when they do a, a that or a journal page or, and I'm talking about the, you know, art journaling kind of thing. It's like, my page looks like shit. All of the pages that I see on the internet and in magazines look amazing. Therefore, yeah. I can't do this, you know. So it's, there's that weird dichotomy between people assume they have to be up to this standard mm -hmm. in order to use it at all. Right, right. And that's not good, but also, you know, fuck, if you can make money telling people how to make art journal pages so they feel good about it, then I more power to you. So, I, well, and the thing is, I it's I, a complex issue. I don't yeah. know how to I think part it. of the thing that we think about when we are deriding scrapbooking is that we're not looking at modern or advanced. I'm putting that in air quotes. Scrapbook, right? We think of the scrapbooks we had to put together in elementary school. Kind Maybe of. You I mean, are. that's that's what I think of. Yeah, I I don't necessarily think of some of these elaborate, act, you know, pieces of works of art that people are spending this time on to make the perfect page with the photo just right and the cutouts where they and the shapes and all of the design that goes into it. I'm much more thinking of you know more the the crappy ass clipping slash scrapbooks we did when we were kids. The funny thing here is that uh, I actually hate scrapbooking. Uh, like, oh, I'm on aware. On a personal yeah. level, mm -hmm. uh, if somebody made me a scrapbook, I would. I and I think once or twice in my life it's happened. Um, <laughs> I have immediately panicked, and I've been like, "This is incredibly thoughtful," and I'm extremely touched. And it's true, I am. But also, I'm like, "What the hell am I supposed to do?" I, you know, it's it's not like it is. It is not an art that I understand how to live with. Yes. Uh, you know you. Like I can hang something on a wall, mm -hmm. but I, but but am I supposed to? Are you expecting me to take it down and and look at it regularly? Well, that's I think that's part of the thing is it's it's a capturing memories thing, especially from the pre digital age, where yeah. you know you sit down with the grandkids and go through the scrapbook you made when they were growing up, and here's the you know here's a piece of the the bonnet you wore, and here's a. Photo. See, of, I yeah. always hated that with an undying passion. You know, and and but again, this is me. It obviously works for other people because scrapbooking is, I think, by weight or volume or something, <laughs> the largest hobby in in America. Wouldn't surprise me. And surprise me. Or at least Actually, was I a few years ago. I, I think. Can we can we like preface that with uh, legal hobby in America? I don't think prostitution's a hobby. No, I was thinking getting stoned. That's not a hobby. 
Okay. Yeah. As my ex-husband used to practice it, it really was kind of a hobby. Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. No, no, really. No, I, I, mean, I, I, I sort of find myself... Can we check to make sure we're still recording so I don't oh, get yeah. like, twitchy? Uh, I find myself in the, the weird space of trying to defend a thing that personally drives me up the wall, but I feel like <laughs> I mean, it should be valued even if... Uh, and a lot of the reason it isn't valued has roots and things other than just it driving me up the wall. Right. Yeah. No. You know, a lot like of like if dudes scrapped booked. Like I, I was talking about this before. We were going to do the bro booking or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we we or, still have the domain. Uh, bro journal or whatever. Yeah. I have. I we still have all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I renewed them. I've had them for two years. <laughs> haven't done a damn thing with them. Just on the off chance that you know it's yeah someday. Yeah. It's kind of like I also own buyafuckingchicken.com. <laughs> Someday. Yeah, I yeah. should have been doing that with my time off. I don't, or with my with my unemployment, but never really got around to it. Yeah, well, you know, I had chickens to deal with and other things. So, yes, all the chickens are doing well. By oh the yes, way. yeah. Um, so there's that. All right. So anyway, yeah, we should uh, we should perhaps explore some of the roots of the 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 scrapbook stuff because you're right. There's, I'm sure, there's a large part of it. Uh, involved that is just casual sexism, and I think we need to we need to get over that. Yes, but and, and I'm I not going to make you that. scrapbook. Okay, I'm not going to make you scrapbook. Thank you, God. Uh, yes, I just had this dark. I my mind went to a dark place. And the thing is, the the journal pages I do, I have a scrapbook sort of feel to them because I write things, and then mm-hmm. I have the the sort of you know digitally pasted photos in the yeah, doodle yeah. stuff. But but yeah, the the I, I thought you were going to make me get out like the Mod Podge and start putting washi tape on the borders of photos of us, and I was going to fake a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to do the foaming mouth? I uh, do do not <laughs> test me. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, final final letter uh, once again from Star. Uh, this is was about uh, episode ninety one or ninety nine uh, about my first day and uh, Wade Foster. So, hey wombat. And test- according to the body, also about my terrible gift buying habits. Yes. Hey wombat test subject. It is not that you don't care about people. It is that you trust them to know who you are and and that you. That for you, purchasing presents beyond gift cards is stress and anxiety producing, and you are giving them the gift of taking care of yourself, respecting your own abilities, and knowing that even with all that you make the effort to get a gift card uh, for them, or Aww. with all that, you make the effort. Yeah. That's very sweet. I mean, there there's some accuracy to that. Um, and as we, we found out, my mother's... Uh, please don't be listening, Mom. Um... Protestant, Damn, if you're listening, stop listening. Yeah, Protestant guilt is no match for your ingrained uh, reflexive Catholic guilt. Did she try to guilt me about something? Oh, a couple times. You just it went right past you. It just, either you're oblivious <laughs> or you're immune to just Protestant guilt. Oh wow, I completely missed it. Damn, <laughs> now I feel a little bad. I feel guilty. I was that successfully guilted. Like not that I would have felt guilt, but you know, just I I would have acknowledged the effort being made. Yeah, no. Wow, then again, her guilt techniques work on me because they're ingrained to my hindbrain. Yeah, well, and, and the thing is, yeah. I, I, as I was saying to just somebody the other day, uh, uh, might have been your cousin, uh, <laughs> family can get to you because they know where the bodies are buried. It's not that I don't have any bodies, you know, okay, I've, I got a whole graveyard under there, 
but your family doesn't know where they're buried, yeah, so yeah. I can just walk through and they can say, you know, um, whatever the thing was that was apparently supposed to make me feel guilty, and I'm just right, like, la, right. la, 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 la. Yeah, it's the, um, it's the, uh, we all have skeletons in our closet, they just help me put them there, uh, and yeah. they don't know what closet your skeletons are in, yeah. so, yeah. God, what did she try to do to make I can't remember. I just, <laughs> I just, this vague thing. Awesome. Yeah. Uh. So, I might, it probably was related to me, to getting me to do something. Well, then why didn't she talk to you? Oh, because that stuff stopped working on me ages ago. Oh, well. <laughs> if she wants you to do something, she shouldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, know. Yeah, I'm, uh,. uh I'm really very good at certain highly specific social interactions. Uh, yeah, I know. Some I know. others, not not not, as not so much. much no. Yeah. And on that note, we're out of letters, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back right after this. I will take one small consolation, though. Oh. Whenever I completely accidentally stonewall your family, your cousin thinks it's hilarious. I do too. <laughs> I really do too. We are back, and I want to thank Reagan, Star, Emily, who else? Uh, Diana, Corey, Anna, and Patricia for writing in. And some of you have have reached out to me about being tributes on the show, and I sent out a whole batch of emails uh, just yesterday. So you may need to um, check your spam folder, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I've already started to get some schedule. I got one scheduled for tomorrow night. So actually, Star, I'm talking to Star tomorrow night, which will be tonight, I guess, when the rest of the world is hearing this, because it's we're recording on Wednesday and it's Thursday. That we're, well, the, the tributes, I'm just going, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blood and journals for my Lord Ariok. Uh, it's much more of the uh, the Hunger Games I Volunteers tribute kind of thing. So, but I, I want to thank everyone who who wrote in, everyone who's listening, and everyone who's volunteered to be interviewed. We are working on that. So, time for... Productivity for the productivity throne! Yeah, I'm okay with that one. (laughs) Journals for the journal lord. (laughs) All right. Sorry. (laughs) Pens for the pen god. Uh, You've been worshipping the pen god pretty heavily, I think. You're right, you're right. It's it's probably more ink for the ink god at this point. Just look into the vein. (sighs) I don't think that's healthy. Anyway, anyway... We should do a badge code. Yes, what is our badge code? So in honor of all of the people who listen who are not straight cishet people, Mm -hmm. uh, I guess straight cishet is straight, but, um, and it being Pride Month, it is June, it is Pride Month, uh, I just wanted to do Pride as this week's badge code. Awesome. 
You're making a face. No, I'm not. No, you're not? Okay, yeah. No, no, I no. think that's awesome. No, I was trying to work out in my head whether there was a variation where you could, where cis het was not straight. Yeah. And, and I was, my brain was like trying to do one of those, those puzzle pieces where you're just rotating an object <laughs> trying to figure out how it slots into the thing. And, and I, I don't think there is, but if there is and we have just marginalized you, we are very sorry. And please write us an email. Yes, very true. Very true. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, one of the things that happened this past week is someone tweeted out that we were a very inclusive podcast, and I am flattered that people think so. So, this week, your badge code for claiming a badge on the website, yada, 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 is just one word, pride. And I want to thank everyone who's helped make it such a diverse and inclusive podcast. And I could, the number of people who have opened up about, you know, their yeah, absolutely, struggles absolutely, and yeah. whatnot is... Um, it's very generous of you. It, it is incredibly generous. And it's, uh, I want to say, I'm really honored to be regarded as that sort of place. But I couldn't do it without everybody who's come on the show that's, I'm a straight white dude. I am the last thing anyone thinks of as inclusive. So I, I really owe all of it to the guests because y'all are the people who make it what it is. I'm just the guy behind the microphone. And on that note, uh, remember you can support us by sharing, liking, recommending people to listen, all that sort of stuff. If you really want to be interviewed, you can send me an email through either the contact form or by emailing kevin at sunny.com, S-O-N-N-E-Y.com. There is also, should you feel the need to support us financially, we're not going to turn it down. But this might be a good month to support your favorite LGBTQ charity absolutely absolutely and there are a lot of them out there and there are a lot of uh a lot of need especially in the teen community i uh i highly suggest mm -hmm. um if you can't think of one off the top of your head mm -hmm. your local suicide hotline might be a really absolutely. good place to support absolutely. for just that reason yeah so yeah all that and but if if you feel like you want to throw us a, a, a little bit too, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Ursula V. That pays for all the podcasts. It pays for the podcast, for the equipment. Mm -hmm. Someday I'll be able to use that equipment. <laughs> hey, no, you're using some of that equipment right now. That microphone was, was from Patreon. I was Patreon. thinking of my, my oh, the laptop. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, so there's that much you can also buy me a coffee i'm since i'm working again i'm living off of coffee almost exclusively from about 9 a.m to noon uh that's ko-fi.com kofi.com slash k-s-o-n-n-e-y and there's the support link on productivityalchemy.com which explains all of those options but really give give some money to to charities who deserve it and need it a lot more than we do uh this week That's yeah everybody's yeah. gainfully employed at the moment we're doing great i know right yeah. so and on that note i think we're done so any final words for the people out there uh just because uh we have we have received feedback that you are occasionally sad if it does not happen in the show Woo! <laughs> that's very true and thank you all for listening we'll talk to you next week and remember stay productive